as those who are bereaved. There was no celebration. We don't celebrate. Hallelujah. We were carrying all kind of burdens that God do not want us to carry. And our heads are bowed instead of it being raised. This morning, if you are not born again and you are here, can you please come forward now? If you don't know Jesus and you want to, if you're not born again, you've never known Jesus, you've never given your life to Christ and you want to do it now. The power of God is so awesome here and I want you to come out now. Not to embarrass you, no. You want to publicly declare him, I want to pray with you. Is there anyone here? I'll give you a few more minutes. If you are here, please come out. And let's pray with you because we're going to pray anyway. So it seems everyone here is born again. Hallelujah. What a great news. And if that be the case, then we can proceed as God wants us to. Is there anyone here that you have any issue? any issue at all, any problem whatsoever it is, anything at all that is in your life and it looks like you are in prison, looks like you are in captivity and it has been bowing your head, it has been causing you, your head to bow, anyone like that, if you are here can you signify by raising your hand any issue at all that you know of a truth that there is something in your life an issue or in your family that is bowing your head making you not to be able to celebrate it's a great burden and it's like a bondage anyone can you please come forward if there is anyone just come forward come to the front please I don't know what I'm doing, but I believe God knows what he's doing. Hallelujah. Anyone, please, can you come forward? Sir, can you come this way? Brother, can you come this way? Faith, can you move back a little bit? Sir, can you go to the altar? Go to the altar, please. Ma'am, you stay here. You go to the altar at this side. Ma'am, can you stay here? I just want some spaces in between you. I want some spaces. If you are born again and you are in the house, can you raise your hand? You know you have Jesus. You're born again. Can you raise your hand? 
Hallelujah. So, what God wants us to do now is if you are born again and you have Jesus in your life, I want you to come outside and surround each of these people in groups. Just form groups and surround these people. And I want us to form those groups individually and, and let's, let's make sure we have enough spaces and let's form groups. For every child of God that is here, can you make sure you are participating in a group? As we live here today, as we get out of this place today, God is sending us out into our world to do what he has created us to do. And we're going to begin right now. And that's what God wanted us to do. I want you to ensure you do not entertain distraction in your spirit. I want you to be connected to God, to your source right now. Mommies, can you please make sure you come forward and participate? Every child of God that is in the house, please ensure you participate. Please, if you're a child of God, if you're born again, Jesus is your Lord and Savior. Can you please come forward and make sure you are in a group? There is only one epiphany that I'm going to open our eyes to as the Lord gave to me just now while in worship. Every child of God, everyone who is born again, you have the spirit of Christ in you. You have the spirit of Christ. You are a child of God. You have authority. There is no reason why you should walk with your head bow. Every day, every moment, you should walk celebrating, rejoicing, regardless of where you are. And everyone that has come out, they thinks you have something that is bothering you. I want you to listen to me. You are going to pray as well. You are going to pray and we're going to sing, but you are not going to pray for yourself. Are you listening to me? Everyone that has come out, you're not going to pray for that issue that is bothering you. And so, let me read this scripture to you and you know what God is telling us to do. I'm reading from the book of the Acts of Apostles. And I'm reading from chapter 16. I want you to be in the spirit. Don't entertain distraction. Just make sure you're connected with your father. The Lord Jesus Christ is right here with us now. The Bible talks about the children of Israel. I mean, the, the apostle, and I'm going to read it so fast. In verse number 16. And it came to pass as we went to prayer, and a certain damsel possessed with a spirit of divination met us. He's not born again, or she's not born again. 
which brought her masters much gain by such saying. The same follow Paul in us and Christ saying, this man, uh, the servant of the most high God, wish you unto us the way of salvation. And this did she many days. But Paul being grieved, turned and said to the spirit, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out the same hour. And when her master saw that the hope of their gain was gone, they caught Paul and Silas and drew them into the marketplace unto the rulers. And they threw them in prison. That's the bottom line because I want to jump. They threw them in prison. In verse 20, 23, and when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely. Please track with me. Don't lose track. Who haven't received such a charge, trust them into the inner prison. Inner prison. And made their feet first in the stars. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God, and the prisoner had them. Now, this is what God wants us to do this morning. At midnight, Paul and Silas, who are in prison, who are in captivity, who are in trouble, who are having difficulties, who are having one problem or the other in their life, one issue or the other, it doesn't matter what it is. They're in prison. The Bible said they prayed and sang praises unto God. That's what we're going to do now. But look at the next sentence. The prisoners had them. They were in prison. While they were singing praises and praying unto God other prisoners had them the reason you are in the situation you are or whatsoever is bothering you is not about you God who was looking for us when we are in trouble when we are in situation he has been waiting for us to do exactly this why in trouble? Why in prison? He wanted us to sing to him and praise him. So the other prisoner, the reason for which you are in that prison, can hear and hear you. We don't sing, we don't pray, we're crying, we're weeping, and those prisoners for which God was looking to deliver were never delivered. Sons and daughters of the living God, the power and the spirit of God is in us. And every time God puts us in a prison, every time God allows us to be in a situation, he is not looking for you to be whining, to be, to be crying, no. He puts you there so that when you celebrate him in that prison, everybody around you that in that same situation, they will hear and the prison door will be opened. Both you and everyone that in that same prison 
the law was looking to rot deliverance. Every time we're in trouble, every time we're in situation, we're weeping and crying. And God is waiting for someone to stand up and praise him. Inside that prison, because there are more prisoners than yourself. He is concerned about every prisoner. He puts you in that prison because there are so many to be delivered as a result of you being in that prison. He puts you in that situation because there are so many to be delivered as a result of you being in that situation. And all it was supposed to take was to praise him and pray while you are in that situation. And the prisoners were here. This morning, every situation that is identified here now in these groups, the Lord wants us to pray and praise Him. And as we do that, what happened in this scripture is going to happen. Verse 25. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. The first thing God did was that everyone in that prison, every other prisoner, they had the praise of God. We have been looking for salvation. We have been looking for people to say, we just don't know how to do it. Because every time we're in prison and every time we're in situation, it is a tool in the hand of God to cause deliverance. But we're too busy focusing on our troubles. The deliverance never happened. God is asking me to tell you that as a loving father, haven't you thought about it? If I'm your father and I allow you to walk into that prison, do you think I was careless? Do you think I was not a caring father? Do you not trust me enough that I have a plan to have allowed you to walk into that situation? To have allowed you to walk into that prison? It was because it is the means of deliverance for others. So you are not there all by yourself. You are not there by accident. It wasn't wishes and wizard. It wasn't anything that somebody did or somebody did not do. It was all because it was for the glory of God to be manifested. And see what happened when they did that. And suddenly, there was a great earthquake. Somebody mentioned earthquake just a few moments ago. It caused a lot of devastation, but this is not the kind of earthquake that God... Is talking about this earthquake that is happening here is different is the earthquake that destabilizes the kingdom of darkness and to bring out all the prisoners the Bible said and suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundation of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were open 
and everyone's bands were loose. Now look at this. It was only Paul and Silas that was put in prison. And now everyone in that prison, as a result of them being in that prison, pressing God and crying unto God, every band was broken. Every chain was broken. Every prisoner, the doors were open. And this morning God said he wants to do exactly that. The doors were open. Let me ask you the question. When the doors were open, was it just open to the other prisoners and Paul and Silas' door were not open? When the chains were falling off, was it just for Paul and Silas? Everyone. We are sons and daughters of the living God, carrying the Spirit of God in us. And God is putting us in situations so He can loose the prisons, so He can cause doors to be open. Doors of opportunity that is shut against human beings, our friends, our colleagues. God is looking for an opportunity to cause those doors to be open. So he puts you in a situation. Maybe at your work, you are in a situation now. And you are almost asking God, why? I'm telling you the reason is because there are so many people God wants to deliver. Yes. And that's why he puts you in that situation. Yes. Yes. Stop praising and stop praying and thanking him for being a tool in his hand, a weapon and a vessel through which he's going to cause deliverance. Through which is going to cause doors to be opened. Through which is going to cause many chains to be broken. Will you start praying to God now? Will you start talking to God in every group? Just talk to God. Don't worry about what to pray for. But you know there's a situation in that group you are in. There is a situation in that group. Talk to God about that situation. Praise him. Worship him. Sing songs of praise to him. Just praise him. Just pray and praise him. And that situation in every group is going to cause everyone in that same prison to be released. God is going to cause an earthquake to happen in every of this group. In every of this team, the earthquake of God is going to be released. As you pray now and as you worship, as you praise Him, God says, I'm going to open doors. I'm going to break chains. I'm going to lose every fetus. And every prisoner shall be released. Every prisoner shall be released. Every chain was broken. As they praised, there was a great earthquake. So that the foundations of the prisons were shaken. And immediately, all the doors were opened. 
Every door will be open. Every door will be broken. Will be open. Everyone's band will loosed. Right now, in every group, in every team, the earthquake of God is happening. As you praise in Him, and as you pray, the earthquake of God is happening. We are sons and daughters of the living God. And we have the spirit of the living God in us. Right now, let's sing songs of praise. And let every shame be broken. Let every fetal be set loose. God brought you into that situation for this very purpose. And as the doors are open, you are coming out as well. As the chains are broken, as the fetters are broken, everyone is coming out. Every prisoner is released. Everyone, none of us will be left with our chains. No, our fetters. Because the power of God is in us. The Spirit of God is in us. The power of God is in us. And the Spirit of God is in our mission. Just praise Him this morning. Just praise Him this morning. For every issue. In every group, every prisoner is going to be released now. As you praise him, as you celebrate him, as you worship him, every shame is broken. Every shame is broken. Every door is open. In the name of Jesus, every shame is broken. Every bands is broken. Every door is open. What a powerful name! In the name of Jesus. What a powerful name! The name of Jesus. Christ the King. What a powerful name it is. Nothing compares against. What a powerful name. Against what about? 
word which thank you Lord Jesus we glorify your name we worship you for the opportunity you have given unto us to be co-laborers with you to participate in the work of the kingdom that you have created us for this morning we thank you for every testimony this morning we glorify your name for your deliverance this morning we know without any shadow of doubt that we are walking out of here with our head lifted up never to bow again never to bow to any pressure never to bow to any circumstances never to cry nor weep again but to celebrate your holy name we glorify your name our dear lord we worship you thank you lord. let's go back to our seat thank you thank you Glory be to the name of the out of this place today God wants us to celebrate no more bowing of our heads no more weeping except for the cry of joy no more crying In every situation, there will be situations. God is going to put us in situations. He wants us to understand why and stop asking the question why once and for all. He wants us to praise him in our situations. He wants us to celebrate him to worship him and to honor him in our situation. Because there are prisoners that are in that same situation with you. And because you are his child, because you are his sons and you are his daughter, you are the only opportunity he has to bring deliverance into our world. You are the only opportunity God has to wrought deliverance. He brought you into that situation. 
So that as you celebrate and as you praise him, the other prisoners who are in that same situation, they will hear the praises of God. The doors of the prison of that situation will open because God will cause an earthquake to happen. Chains will be broken. And the bands in everyone's hand will lose. And everyone, including you, will now walk out of that prison singing praises unto God. Do you think God saved us for nothing? Do you think God saved us for nothing? He bathed us in Christ Jesus for this same purpose. So that through us, he can save the world. So enough of bowing our head and crying our eyes out when God is waiting to wrought deliverance through us. Let me just finish reading that scripture and I'm done. In verse 27. And the keeper of the prison awakening out of his sleep. Why did the keeper of the prison not hear all the praises? Why was it only the prisoners that had the praises? We're busy. We pray about the prisoner all the time. We're always concerned about the one that puts us in bondage. We're always concerned about enemies. The jailer was sleeping. And during all the praises, he did not hear the shout and the praise of God. But the prisoners, they had it. God caused the jailer to, into a deep sleep. If you have been crying, the jailer will not go to sleep. If they have been weeping, he will not sleep. Because the cry will be disturbing him. When they switch up to praise, God puts the captor, or the captor, who was the, the, the um, what's the right word? The captor. God puts the captor into sleep with praise and from the captive. Not with the cry of the captive. It was with the praise of the captive that the captor went into sleep. And then the prison door opened. There was nobody stopping you anymore. After your deliverance, they come back to their senses. Woke up. And thought everyone has gone. He drew his sword. He was about to slaughter himself. But guess what? 
while you are praying for the captor to die, God is also working out his salvation. Children of God, we missed it. And we're missing it big time. God is bringing us into a revolution. Stop praying for the captor to die. God don't want him to die. Start praising God so God can put him into sleep. Because in his sleep, his salvation will come. We are sons and daughters of the living God. We have the spirit of Christ. We are not killers. Let's stop praying to kill. We ain't killers. We give life. Through the life of Jesus that is in us, we give life. We don't take life. woke up after the deliverance had happened and the captor was about to kill himself Paul and Silas said no don't do that don't do it then he said we're all here he said what must I do to be saved the reason we remain in prison is because we want our captor to die if we have praised God and seek life for our captors, salvation will have come and we wouldn't spend more time in prison. What must I do to be saved? That's what God is setting up when he set us into situation. Your boss that will not want you to be promoted if you have praised God, deliverance will have happened because God will have put him into sleep. When you get the promotion, he's just going to wake up and now you're promoted and he's about to die. He wants to commit suicide. And you say, no boss, you don't have to do that. Salvation is waiting in the marketplace. It is you and I. We are sufficient. He made us his sons and his daughters for this purpose. We have everything in us. The weeping and cry has covered our eyes because we think God don't love us enough. That's why he allows situations in our life. What an aberration. The same jailer after he got saved, he took them home. He washed away all their stripes. He paddled their wounds. I'm so sorry. I was so stupid. I didn't know what I was doing. I'm so Can you imagine what God is seeking to do when he puts you in situation? But see where our focus have been all along. We want them dead. We want fire from heaven to consume them. I want you to pray when you get home today. And say, Lord, 
help me to understand what it means to be your son or your daughter. Let me understand what that means. So that as we go out to work tomorrow or wherever it is, the enterprise of our lives is taking us. We are going with our shoulder raised. We are going with our mind popped up. I am a child of God. I am the son of the living God. The daughter of the most high. My father is the all-sufficient one. The almighty, the everlasting. The I am that I am. The king of glory is my father. He's living inside of me. I have the spirit of God in me. Our thinking must change from this moment onward. And as we do that, God is going to rock miracles in our word. God bless you. Let's give him praise. Let's give him praise. Hallelujah. Let's give him praise. Hallelujah. Let's give him praise. Hallelujah. Let's give him Thank praise. You, Let's give him praise. Give him praise. Thank give him praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.